the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Quick thank you to the Freedom Foundation who created OptOutToday.com. That's OptOutToday.com. When you go there, you will see how simple and seamless it is to opt out of your union. The Freedom Foundation has been freeing government employees from union bondage since that important Supreme Court decision in the Janus case. So if you're in the union, well, if you're if you have a government job, you don't have to join the union. If you're trying to get a government job, you don't have to join the union to get it. If you're not in the union, you don't have to pay union dues. It's good for two reasons. It'll save you about $1,000 a year. It'll keep the money away from union bosses who monolithically support progressives and Marxists. So thank you to the Freedom Foundation for your work. And you can learn how to save money and keep money away from union bosses by going to optouttoday.com. Thank you, Freedom Foundation, for continuing to support the Ohio Press Network. Now, back to the special report on the border crisis. I'm joined by Mark Murphy. He's an Ohio dad um, who tragically lost his daughter, Elizabeth, in 2020. And before we went to break, Mark was explaining that he was embedded with the sheriff's department at the border uh, for a couple of days and saw what was going on. And he said what he saw will shock you. I want him to describe that. But I would be remiss. I'm I'm looking back at, at 2020. And one of the things that some people thought about back then when we shut down businesses and we shut down schools was the unintended consequence of those regulations. Um, Have you thought about that? I try not to, but I do. And um, as I mentioned, uh, my wife, Christy, um, you know, she knew that at the time that they were shutting down businesses and that was going to negatively impact my daughter because she wasn't going to college and she was just going to start a new job and all the young people and all the parents know this too. There's not much going on in these suburbs. So if they're not working or going to school, what are they getting into? So they're online, they're on social media, they're, you know, they want to get together and, and, and do things like friends do. And a lot of that involves recreational type of drugs. And uh, so we, you know, we do blame some fault of closing down businesses on kind of where the mental state is now with young people. And so I think the other catastrophic connection is we now know, despite the government trying to deny it for a long time, that that uh, COVID uh, was released by China. And we now know, because of the DEA, that fentanyl is cooked in China and sent to cartels in Mexico. Both of these things came from China. And that shouldn't be news and it shouldn't be hidden. It should be out in the open. And that's part of where I can't stand where politics gets involved. Why would one side want to defend something that's true? That's 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 having an honest conversation. Let's do that. You were at the border uh, at Sheriff Jones's uh, invitation. What did you see when you were there, Mark? Well, I'm just a person that a guy that lives in Ohio. I'm just driving around. Doesn't look harmless to me around here. But when I got to the border, it was like a third world country. I mean, all these sheriff's deputies that I went out with and I was out with them for six hours, just me and a sheriff deputy talking. And we were in a chase. We were chasing a car. It was, it was going 100 miles an hour. 
And I'm talking to the sheriff deputy. He's a retired Army Ranger. And I asked the guy, I said, Abraham, I go, what happens if something goes sideways here? He goes, well, what do you mean, if I get shot and killed? I was like, oh, my God. I go, yeah, what do I do? What do you want me to do? Because this is pretty scary. And he goes, can you shoot an AK-47? It was funny because I I was embarrassed because I I can't shoot an AK-47. He goes, well, can you shoot a shotgun? I go, yeah, I can. He goes, well, press this button and then press this button. It's going to pop the shotgun open, and you just basically got to fend for yourself. I'm thinking, oh, this is in America? And we were uh, we were with these we were on the border and we're with, and I have binoculars and I'm with this team of um, of sheriff's deputies and we're climbing through these mountainous areas and I am seeing commandos with backpacks on. I'm talking hardcore dudes that are not trying to legally cross the border with their family. They're bringing in they're bringing in bad intentions. And I was thinking, man, I wish every American could be with me right now. It would be so much. It would be such a positive change if everybody could just kind of go through what I'm going through to get a real life scope as to what's going on. So two things, when you say commandos, that kind of goes against the narrative of women and children crossing the border because they're seeking political asylum. So you saw something different. Commandos literally wearing uh, camouflage gear and um, they were all in shape. You could tell. And if what I was learning was if somebody gets hurt on the trail, they leave them there. We were at one uh, gentleman's ranch, and we visited it with him. The sheriff's department took us to meet this uh, uh, this rancher. He told me he found 18 dead bodies, of, and that's inhumane, 18 dead bodies. And his grandson said, Grandpa, I smell something, and it doesn't smell like a cow. And the grandfather had to get his grandson away, and he goes, well, he knew what it was the grandfather did, but, I mean, imagine that. You're finding dead bodies on your property. That's inhumane. I'm thinking, what's happening to America? What's going on? So when you have that experience, it kind of melts away the the false narrative, which largely, with all due respect to everybody, Democrats tend to say, well, no, you're a bigot if you want to close the border. And you're there seeing firsthand. And, and you know, this after the tragedy of, of losing your daughter. And, you know, one of the the false narratives I think that we hear sometimes is, well, okay, so you're telling me that uh, fentanyl is being synthetically created in China. They're sending it to the cartels, and the cartels are trucking it in illegally or even legally, whatever. Um, but why would they do that? Why would they want to kill their own customers? That's not a good business model. That's a question I get a lot is why would they want to kill their customers? Well, it, they're not a corporation like Procter & Gamble where they have an HR department. Um, they have um, you know, a quality control division. They don't care. The more people they can get hooked or get killed, if you look at it normally, it doesn't make sense. And, and you know, and you're normal driving around listening to this radio program mindset. But if you're in the mindset of somebody evil, a cartel member, hustling drugs, you don't care. And that's what's happened. And they don't care. And quite frankly, Jack, um, we are the perfect client too. We really are. So you know, Americans is coming into America, but Americans are Americans are selling it too. And they're picking these all the drugs up in America, and they're shipping it to Columbus, Dayton. There was just a bust in, in my town in Butler County. I think our sheriff's department found three or four pounds. They pulled somebody over right from the border. So it's here. Yeah, the mindset is different. I always say that I know from experience trying to argue with radicals that I want to be honest. I want to provide data and facts and get to a logical conclusion. When you're arguing or 
examining someone who doesn't care about the means. They only care about the ends. And by the way, the end, the end is nefarious too. They're not going to be logical. They're not going to be honest. They're not going to provide things that go, uh, you know, and fit in pretty to your data table, which is, I think, the hard hump for people to get over. We're not dealing with sane uh, people who want to protect human life. No, no, we're not. Um, they don't care. And they don't care. You know, they'll put it in heroin. They'll put it in regular pills. It's in candy now. It's in edibles now. It's Right now they're even saying that it's in Mexican pharmacies. Think about that. You go over to Cancun, you want to buy some penicillin or some other type of drug, and you can't even trust that anymore. And, you know, it's a billion-dollar business, the cartels. You know, they're not messing around. They have a great marketing and, and they have a great logistics program, cartels, to where everything's free. They don't pay taxes. They don't do anything. So in the next segment, we're going to talk about the DEA and what they know and maybe what they don't know. Uh, but quickly in 30 seconds, one of my concerns with issue two passing that legalizes marijuana is gummies, right, and the proliferation of those types of products on the market. Do you have a concern that fentanyl will find its way into what should be legal marijuana? It. It is. And it was interesting about that. My daughter, Catherine, she's like, Dad, aren't you happy that bill passed? I was like, no. I go, that's not what we need is more weed around here. And I just got to tell you, uh, parents, um, if your kids are involved in this stuff, they better make sure they have the right dealer because this stuff is mixed with fentanyl. You have to assume any, any type of street product has fentanyl in it. Seven out of ten is the statistic. That's 70%. That's insane. Uh, up next, we're going to talk about the DEA. And uh, do they know the network? Do they know where they are? Do they know how to shut it down? You're going to be shocked. 98.9 FM, The Answer. Next. This is a special report on the U.S. border crisis as told by an Ohio father who wants you to know before it's too late, before death and destruction come knocking on your door, why you need to be aware and why you need to fight the lawlessness at our border. I'm talking about Mark Murphy. He's uh, been gracious enough to sit with me and unpack his heartbreaking story of the day that he lost Elizabeth, his beautiful daughter, who was 21 years old, to fentanyl poisoning. And the question, I think, is begged. We know that not only are illegals coming in, but that drugs by who knows, by the pounds, are coming over the border daily. Deadliest drugs that we, we don't even know how to deal with. Mark, you said that you have experience with the DEA. And my question is, does the Drug Enforcement Agency know what's going on? I have a, an experience with the DEA, and I think they're doing um, a great job and the best they can. Um, other people might have different experiences, but I went to a, it was called the Fentanyl Family Summit here in Columbus last year. And what blew me away is uh, they showed a PowerPoint and the DEA has in this PowerPoint, it shows where in China the precursors are coming from. They had the city circled, if I remember correctly. 
and they drew little and they drew lines to where from China to what cartels by name. They named the, all the different cartels. They had circles by it, and then they had lines that went to our border. They have it mapped out, and the DEA needs our support. A lot of people spend time bashing the government, but there's a lot of great people. There's great FBI agents. There's great DEA, DEA agents. There's great sheriff's departments. There's great judges out there doing a lot of great work. One of the DEA agents, uh, I asked him, I go, there's the answer right on the board. It's China, precursors. There you go. There's the cartels. What? Why can't we stop it? Why can't we stop it? And there was a long pause and wasn't really an answer. And I think they were just kind of being guarded a little bit. And kind of what I got out of them is they don't have the green light necessarily. And I don't know if that's, a, but that's the impression I got. I think if there was a president in office today, if I was president, I'd make one phone call, that border would be shut. And until we have that urgency, we're going to continue to go down a long and dark path. I said at the beginning of this report that every few months the House Committee on Homeland Security has published a new section of a report documenting both the deliberate, I want to repeat that, deliberate mismanagement and incompetence currently sabotaging the nation's border security and immigration system. The architect of both is Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. If you were able to sit down with Alejandro Mayorkas, Mark Murphy, what would you say? Uh, first of all, I, I would have no problem firing somebody quickly. Um, I don't understand all this process. And I can barely watch it because he is a blatant liar. I don't use that lightly. I've been to the border. I've been embedded. He has not. I've seen it firsthand. This is where I was talking about how it gets political. I cannot believe that right down the political spectrum uh, in Congress, it is all Democrats want to keep the border unsecured and conservatives, Republicans, want to have it secured. Why is that political? I saw one congressperson that was cracking a joke about that Trump wanted to have moats and put alligators in the moats and, and, and hit drone attacks with these cartels. He was making a joke out of it, a mockery of it. And I don't think it's funny. And somebody like this, I don't understand why you can't just fire somebody. It's very simple. Get somebody in there that'll do the job that cares about this country. I, I couldn't say it any better than that. Um, I want to do two things. I want to give you a chance to say, Anything that you feel like has been left unsaid to our listeners. And then at the end of that, let them know where they can go to support you or to support the movement that you represent. Well, in, in closing, um, as I said earlier, I just want every parent to just imagine it happening to their child. And I know that's a very visceral reaction, but you have to imagine it. And just something um, I'd like to tell young people, so you can share this with, um, you know, your sons or daughters, that um, before they take something that wasn't prescribed by a doctor, to think twice about putting anything in your mouth that was not prescribed, because you're going to be dead. And the trauma you leave behind in the family, if you have a, a, a little sister, a little brother, if you're bad at your dad, but you love your mom, if there's anybody in your life that you love, do not put anything in your mouth or smoke it, for God's sakes, that wasn't prescribed by a doctor. 
That's the best advice I can give. As it relates to um, things you can do, I'm a part of, I'm on the advisory board for a group called Do It For Jack out of Cincinnati area, whose parents, Tom and Stephanie Quell, lost their son, Jack. And they just won Cincinnati Gives, where they raised the most money so we can bring awareness into the schools. Um, I'm not Rambo, so I can't beat the cartels by myself. But what I can do is I can give back to my community and bring awareness to American schools and American people that you got to be on alert. And if you look on Facebook, do it for Jack, the Jack Quell Foundation. Hit us up there. Um, we're always posting great things about just have the conversation with your children. So moms and dads, have the conversation, please. Their life depends on it. It really does. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's do it for Jack, D-O-I-T-F-O-R-J-A-C-K dot org, O-R-G, do it for Jack dot org, the Jack Quell Foundation. Um, Got about a minute here, Mark. Are you going back to the border? Yes. um, I I invited myself with a sheriff, uh, Sheriff Thaddeus Cleveland, I'm going back uh, in March 17th with uh, Tom Quell, another father that lost a child. We're going to go back to the border March 17th for three days. I was invited uh, by the sheriff. Um, he's really um, helping this cause and fighting on the border, front lines. And basically what I'm doing is I want to go there and I want to give thanks. I want to give thanks to these sheriff's uh, department deputies and the prosecutors and the judges and and the frontline workers that are fighting so hard to protect us because – if we don't have these sheriff's deputies protecting our border, that's all we got, and everything's getting through. So I'm going there to thank him. He is Mark Murphy. He's an Ohio dad. And, uh, Mark, I think you um, just did a incredible job and uh, honored the life and legacy of Elizabeth. And so I thank you for sharing your story. And uh, I want to, again, encourage listeners to go to doitforjack.org, doitforjack.org, and get involved. When you listen to this podcast, I want you to share it. I want you to take time tonight to talk to your kids. Play the segment that Mark just talked about. We're beyond the point of patty caking around this. It is time to make everyone aware. And Mark, God bless you for making everyone aware. And uh, I pray um, nothing but healing and prosperity for you, brother. Thanks, Jack. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.